Every summer, the glaciers dotted along the Icefields Parkway in Alberta melt and recede. Flowing water and ever-changing landscapes eventually freeze again every winter, freezing time and with it ice caves to be explored by those brave enough to venture into their depths. Welcome to the Icefields Parkway, Alberta, Canada. Icefields Parkway, or Highway 93, is a 230-kilometer stretch of road connecting Banff National Park to Jasper National Park. The Columbia Icefields west of the highway is nearly 200 square kilometers. The many glaciers accessible from the road are all connected to the Columbia Icefield. There are only so many glaciers that can be accessed within a single day's effort on skis or snowshoes. Some ranging from just a few kilometers from the road, others might be a round trip of more than 20 kilometers. There's certainly a large adventure aspect to exploring ice caves in Alberta. The elements in the region are unforgiving to say the least. The approach often takes a lot of energy. Finding a possible entrance into the toe of the glacier is also sometimes very difficult. The reward of climbing inside one of these incredible ice caves is just spectacular. Standing among ice that is nearly 30,000 years old, the size and scale is difficult, if not impossible, to comprehend. A little bit about Alberta's ice caves. Some caves are larger than life itself, bigger in scale than the largest cathedrals ever made by man. Even in those massive frozen planets, it's unusually it's usually the details that possess me the most. The way that the light forms from the entrance and reflects off smooth surfaces inside, the air bubbles that have been trapped, frozen in time for tens of thousands of years. If you look for it, you can find really interesting ice formations underneath the ice shelves. This is where the ice might've had an opportunity to melt just slightly and then freeze and then thaw in a cycle that creates really unique shapes. Some of the raw creativity in these caves simply just couldn't be imagined. Ice caves are without a doubt one of the most unique features in the natural world. The most exciting part for me is venturing out to a new location and discovering the frozen planet that was formed during the short summer months. Seeing a new and temporary landscape for the first time as a photographer, I liken it to a blank canvas. There's no expectations, just a blank slate to create something completely original. Getting there. There are numerous ice caves dotted along the Icefields Parkway between Big Bend and Athabasca Glacier. Finding the exact location of each ice cave is ever-changing and it's all part of the adventure. There are turnouts and parking lots to various locations, depending on which exact ice cave it is that you plan to travel to. Getting to the general area requires snow tires. The Icefields Parkway illegally requires all users to equip their vehicles with snow tires during the months of November 15th to the month May 15th. Best time of day for photography. Depending on the size and the shape of the entrance of the ice cave, you typically want to shoot during the day. Getting deep inside the ice caves can sometimes mean very little natural light is getting inside. However, there's obviously exceptions to this rule. Depending on the opening of the cave, it might lend itself to some incredible astrophotography or even shots of the aurora if you're lucky enough at night. What camera gear to bring? 
air slash dust blower for blowing snow off your lens, a polarizing filter to help diffuse any harsh reflections on the ice, a tripod to take long exposure shots from inside the cave if lighting is limited, wide angle or fisheye lenses to capture the enormity of some of the ice caves, external lighting sources like loom cubes or extra headlamps, what outdoor equipment to bring, headlamps, at least two in case one dies, or if you like additional light sources for your photos, bring more. Bring way more layers than you think you need. The ice caves provide great shelter from the cold, but it can still be really chilly if you're not moving around for a while. Know before you go, you might need avalanche equipment. Satellite phone and or spot or in-reach devices. Weather can be extreme and emergencies out here can be very costly and dire very quickly. Technical photography tips. It's a challenging subject matter to photograph. The environment isn't very approachable and navigating these frozen structures can be tedious and dangerous. Having safety at the forefront of your mind can also obstruct the creative flow sometimes. It's just a reality of shooting in such precarious places. Shooting wide is a no-brainer once you're inside Alberta's ice caves. Some caves are bigger than others. The smaller the cave, typically the wider I'll shoot. If the cave is really large, I don't typically like to go too much wider than 24 millimeters because I like to show the sense of scale in a realistic way to give the viewer a very true concept of the size, yet still capture a, a big part of the environment. Sometimes there might be a nice background and going super wide will push the background too far away from my liking. It's definitely a balance. Standard rules apply, like including really interesting foreground for typical landscape shots. The foreground in ice caves can sometimes be some of the most unique and mesmerizing foregrounds to be found in nature. Whether it's the light reflecting on the ice textures of the ice walls around you or the crystal formations, from a constant freeze-thaw cycle beneath your feet. There's no shortage of interesting foreground, so be sure to use it to your advantage. Shoot as many angles as possible, while including a variety of different compositions. Don't make the mistake of going or getting too caught up on a particular composition. Everything looks pretty incredible on an ice cave, but once you nail the shot, switch to another and then another. These caves take a lot of energy in aligning the stars to shoot. So don't waste any time and miss out on the opportunity to create as much as possible while you're there. Bring a tripod. Every ice cave that you plan to shoot, it's essential tool to have. Some caves have extremely small entrances and let in very little light. Using the natural light from the entrance of the cave will be the only light source besides your headlamps or external lights if you bring them. If there isn't a lot of light, you'll have to shoot long exposures. Be sure to communicate to your subjects that if you're shooting a long exposure on a tripod, you'll need them to be extremely still. It's hard to do when you're cold and on ice, so try shooting even wider. The smaller your subjects during a long exposure, the less blur 
will be visible from them if they do happen to move a little bit during your shot. Bring more layers than you think you'll need. This is more than just a standard outdoors trip. It's specifically a photography tip. If you're too cold to be creative, your shots will suffer. You may have an opportunity to shoot an ice cave for an extended period of time if you're so lucky. And if you're not moving around much, you're definitely going to want that extra puffy or even two. Nemedy's nearby where to stay. During the winter months on the Icefields Parkway, you're totally on your own. The highway is scarce during the summer, but during the winter, there's nothing until Jasper. The town of Jasper is your best bet for finding accommodations close by. Most of the parking for the ice caves are all within about 20 minutes of each other or so. So you're about an hour and 10 minutes to an hour and 30 minutes from Jasper, depending on which ice cave you're going to. Obviously, depending on road conditions as well. Prepare for, <clears throat> excuse me, prepare for more ice, high winds, and a steep decline down a giant mountain pass. Where to eat? Hopefully you enjoy cold nuts and protein bars because that's about all you're going to have to eat out here. There's nowhere to grab food anywhere except for Jasper or Rocky Mountain House, which are both hours away. Bring tons of water too because your body will use extra hydration to regulate your body's temperature. Share responsibly. As creatives and creators in this digital age, we have a responsibility to keep these wild places pristine for everyone to enjoy. We also have a responsibility to keep people safe. I'm intentionally vague about the locations of Alberta ice caves. It's not that I don't want to share. There is an increasing number of ill-equipped photographers and outdoor enthusiasts putting themselves in harm's way. Always assess your individual and group preparedness and safety protocols. Some ice caves have avalanche risk on the approach. Some caves might be too unstable. All are extremely volatile with wet weather in the region. Think twice before sharing a location to the public.